Hello and welcome to My Favorite Movie Is, a podcast sharing stories behind how an all-time favorite movie earns that very title. My name is Larry Freed. I'm a filmmaker, writer, and podcaster, and you are listening to The Bonus Round, a fun spin-off segment from our main show in which we ask our guests a series of fun, sometimes silly questions to gain even more insight into their all-time favorite movie and why they love it. Questions like, what movie would you pair it with to make a double feature? Or what's one quote from this movie that you would engrave on your tombstone? Or in the Monopoly edition of your favorite movie, what are the six playable tokens? Only the most hard-hitting stuff for my show. Today's guest is storyteller and host of the Film Nuts podcast, Taylor D. Adams, and his film of choice is one of cinema's first blockbusters, the ultimate survival horror thriller, Jaws. Now, if you didn't get a chance to listen to our initial conversation on the film, in which Taylor shares how Jaws can help us conquer our fear of the unknown, uh, you should. It's available wherever you get your podcasts, including on our YouTube channel, as well as on our website at mfmipodcast.com slash Jaws. But for those of you who did your homework, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's installment of the My Favorite Movie Is Bonus Round. Let's do the bonus round. This is a fun series of questions, Taylor, we like to do with our guests where we just want to get a little bit more information about the movie and your love of it. So let's just go right down the list. First question, which character from this film would you most like to have dinner with and why? Uh, Hooper, um, because he's a super smart scientist and I just want to learn about all the adventures he's been on and all the stuff he knows. You are Hooper. You and Hooper would make would have a great dinner together. That is my tagline for this episode. Taylor is right. Hooper. Hooper is Taylor. Um, if you had to, have you've, never, one... you've never seen us in the same room. <laughs> Isn't Richard Dreyfus bald now? Um, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, if you had to have one quote from this movie engraved on your tombstone, which would it be? It's a tie. Um, All right. Well, you can engrave two quotes on a okay, headstone, okay, okay, I, I guess. <laughs> I would love to have a smile, you son of a bitch, on my headstone. That's such a good line <laughs> to have on a headstone. That The alternate is, here's to swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> Farewell and adieu. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know why, that song, why he sings that song. Do you know why he sings that song? Yeah, it's, it's the latter part of it. It's, uh, it's, about, it's, a, it's a song about sailors going out to sea and, and possibly not returning. Oh, okay. That's it. Because yeah. he says, because I believe he changes the original lyrics of the of the song. He says like Boston instead of England or something. Well, do to you fair Spanish ladies. Well, do you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. <laughs> yeah it's 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 about sailors going out to sea and possibly not coming back that's horrifying now um <laughs> i have more questions we have discussed a couple of spielberg films on this uh discussion so far uh which would you say is the best film in spielberg's filmography besides for jaws my notes app is just full of fucking jaws shit for you <laughs> Hope you appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, I would love a screenshot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where are you? Okay. All right. So just because I've already said Jurassic Park, I won't say it because it's it's still awesome. Absolutely. I, I don't know. It's so tough. I, okay. So I can't, I can't do best one, man. I'm sorry. I can do, I'll give you this. Jurassic Park, 
Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Minority Report. Wow. Very, very interesting. We did an episode with Trisha actually about Jurassic Park just recently. Of course. So I was low-key hoping you would cover you would just say Jurassic <laughs> Park and we would be done with it. Um, Minority Report. Interesting. I, that is not on a lot of people's Spielberg, uh, Spielberg trinities. I think people forget that he did it. I, they definitely do. <laughs> It's like it's not whimsical and fun. Yeah, Spielberg. No, it, is, it is not. No, it, it is, is certainly not. It is yeah. dark. <laughs> I mean, he did Schindler's List though too. So he I mean. did also do Schindler's List. That's true. But that movie is like, oh, like the kind of has this like angelic, uh, right? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. beloved nature to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, that man is wild, Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. and just did West Side Story, another great film. The worst movie he made was Ready Player One. Uh, oh, 100%. I, don't, I, put, I def- don't put that I, in the pocket. <laughs> oh, I, well, now I have to. Um, <laughs> if you were able to get one frame from this film printed and hung up in your home, which would it be and why? I think it's toward it's, it's I'm pretty sure it's the last five minutes of the movie. It is a bird's eye high angle shot of Brody out on the mast of the orca as it's going down. And he's aiming up his shot and the shark comes up at him from below. I notice you have a little thing uh, behind you there. I don't think that's I, do. a, I don't think that's a frame from the film itself, but no, it's not. It's a it's a minimalist poster. This company makes these. Yes. And they have one for Jurassic Park too. That's terrifying. Um, also, I'm just gonna go ahead and show people that I have a Jaws board game. I was gonna uh, ask if you own any memorabilia <laughs> based on this movie. I, I do. I have this. Uh, I have well, this Jaws board game. How do you play that? <laughs> What it is, is hard. It is so complicated. So basically, well, that is fitting. Basically, it's ideally for four people, and it's uh, Brody, Hooper, Quint, and the shark. Oh, that's great. That's and great. Brody, Hooper, and Quint work together to go against the shark. So one person right. is a shark. It's fun. It's that's fun. incredible. That's amazing. what like genre like strategy basically. Yeah, strategy, strategy game. God, is there any like die rolling or? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's die, die rolling and cards and all this other stuff. It's it's wild. It's a lot that of pieces. <laughs> Freaking awesome. I love that. And that knocks off that additional question. So there you go. There you go. Is there a book, article, or other published work that you think would make for a good piece of further reading for Jaws? So they just finished Jaws and they're like, I want to learn more about this movie. Um, Is there like something that you would, a link you would send them? I would say buy the DVD, buy the Blu-ray and watch the special features on it because there is a two hour making of documentary on Jaws. You know, it's made in 97, so it might not be as engaging as something made right now. Um, however, it's an extremely uh, insightful um, collection of interviews on what went into making the film, starting at how did the script get greenlit and who did they buy it from and all this other stuff. That stuff is super fascinating um, to just learn. You know, everybody wants to learn how, how the biscuits get made. So, I mean, that's a good way to dive into that stuff. And then there's, then there's a small, uh, I think, uh, English interview. That's where Spielberg talks about, I'll never film in the water again. And it's, it's, it's a behind the scenes. They're filming uh, the scene where um, Brody and Hooper go out to investigate the sunken boat. It's a behind the scenes look at that. And it's filmed during the daytime. And it's really cool. Ironically enough, Trisha also said, told just watch the Jurassic Park behind the scenes uh, yeah i know it's kind of a cop-out but i mean but it, i mean it works i thought you were going to say something like yeah the marine institute has this has a article about sharks you should read or well no, well <laughs> that's that's different you asked me about this movie um, that's true but i mean you that's what you did that was your further reading you kind of learned my about the shark. Was, I, yeah it was I, okay watch shark week like <laughs> yeah all right. i mean uh-huh. i mean there's there is a documentary that came out in 2007 called shark water it investigates the uh, global black market of the shark fin trade. Wow. Um, 
it is extremely insightful. It's uh, pretty much it's a heist documentary, honestly. Um, and it goes it goes into, you know, these um, fishermen contracted out in coast in Costa Rica to fin for shark fins. And then they shipped overseas to um, China um, and Japan. And it investigates, you know, what happens when an apex predator gets taken down, um, that type of stuff. And it's it's very sad. And every time I watch it, I watch it a lot. It's a really good documentary. Every time I watch, I got to watch something completely unrelated and fun. I think the last time I watched it, I I watched Over the Hedge afterward. Like, I needed to, <laughs> I needed to, <laughs> no like, sharks in that one. No, no sharks in that one. I needed to. I needed to uh, bounce back with some positivity. You could have. You could have watched Shark Tale. I could have. I could have. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie. Not a very long time. <laughs> Me neither, and I, I don't plan to anytime soon. That and Nemo came out at the same time, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you know you know how that all went down. Ants, Bugs Live, Nemo, Shark Tale, little awkward. Yeah. If you could have been a fly on the wall for one day of the entire process of creating this film, which includes pre-production, production, post-production, uh, which would it have been and why? Quinn's death scene. Ugh. I want to further see how they did how they did film that yes. on the water because it looks i mean we know the shark is fake we know the shark is fake it's mechanical but like it looks like robert shaw is getting crushed ripped in half yeah. like i and i because i just imagine they call cut and robert shaw just starts laughing with the fake blood in his mouth like i just like that's what i'm picturing because it's stuff like this it's like you know when actors get to act out emotions that they aren't feeling they're forcing themselves to act in emotion then they usually relieve themselves by doing the opposite emotion and so i would just love i just want to see i want to see how many takes it took i want to see the guy operating bruce um i want to i want to see everybody in collection working on filming that scene dude that scene still horrifies me to this day. Yeah. Watching when he spits out the blood and you see like you low-key see some of his guts when he's being chewed up. You hear the sound, like the yes. final crunch. Oh, like the crunch. <laughs> and you watch just his body just go limp as he gets yeah. brought into the water. Yeah. Oh, maybe one of the greatest death scenes in, in all of film, to be honest. Mm. It's incredible, incredible work. Is there somebody that you would like to share this film with that you haven't? yet um i would say someone younger so uh if i ever have kids or if i ever get like nieces and nephews or something that or uh, when my close friends have kids like i would want to show them cool movies you know and jaws would be one of them and i'd watch it with them wouldn't be like hey hey you're eight let's watch this movie uh <laughs> <I would> <laughs> <laughs> hey recreate your own experience it didn't end up being so bad we're going to the beach next week let's watch jaws um <laughs> No, just just uh, someone who someone in early on in their film knowledge, um, both because of either age or if someone just doesn't watch that many movies or just hasn't seen this. I mean, it's dumb to say I want to show it to people who haven't seen it, but everybody I'm close with has seen this movie. So looking for an opportunity to share this with someone or share this with maybe a generation coming up in filmmaking would be really cool. That's awesome. I love that answer. Thank you. If you had to pair this film with another film to make a double feature, no Spielberg films allowed, um, which would it be? And in what order would they be programmed? Actually, I can refer to a previous answer I had is I would actually pair this with that documentary Sharkwater. Um, and I would show Sharkwater last um, to provide a real world perspective on what is happening to these 
creatures that live in our oceans um, and how important it is to know what's going on and how it affects all of us. Now, the other movie, the movie movie I would pair it with would be Predator. The movie movie Predator. Yeah, that's a great pick. It's all service level stuff. Like it's a group of people being hunted and hunting down this mysterious creature they know nothing about. Yeah. And I think that's as simple as that. And I think I would um, I think I would end it with Predator um, because I feel like that movie is more. Jaws is fun. I think Predator is more fun because totally it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, like. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard of the film Tremors? Yeah. Yeah, you've have you seen Tremors? I've seen one of them. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> That's oh, so there are many, dude. There's yeah, four. Oh, no, I, oh, like, I know, I know, I know. Oh, there's way, <laughs> there's more than four. Uh, no, I I've, I watched the first one for the first time during the pandemic. I said this also for the Jurassic Park episode because I struggle to think of movies of this kind of scale and size that are that are this imaginative and, and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, besides besides for saying like Birdemic or something mm. dumb like that, but Tremors is such a wonderful, fun uh, horror piece, and I think it would go great with. Uh, if in all honesty, it would probably go better with Jaws than Jurassic Park because the sensibilities of Tremors and Jaws are a bit more similar. The monster than underneath Jurassic Park. Yes, the monster underneath. I would pair Jurassic Park with the birds. Oh, that's an interesting one. I I do like the birds a lot. That's a that's a that's a horrifying film too. <laughs> um, this is a fun one in the Taylor D. Adams Film Festival alongside uh, Jaws. Mm-hmm. Which additional three films are programmed, and in what order? This is a day long festival. Okay, uh, so three. Uh, so you I'm gonna a go with what's... slot, a three slot, a six <laughs> slot, and a nine slot, and maybe a midnight slot. I got you. I'm gonna go with what's on my um, what's on my letterbox right now is my top four. Um, Love so it. the movies are it'll be Jaws, obviously, um, The Mummy. After that, then Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ah, oh, love it. And then we would finish the night with Sideways. Love it. That's such a crazy pairing of movies. I feel like like you'd think Sideways would be like a reprieve, except it maybe wouldn't. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. The common thread for me is that if you watch like Jaws, the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Sideways, the relationships get deeper between individuals. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I kind of track that. I love that. That's actually a re- I, there you go, man. That's a film. Fe- that's a day at the film festival if I've ever heard it. Um, do you have a favorite musical moment in this film, whether that be a piece of score or uh, like a song that they play at some point during the film? Is there a? And I mean, obviously, we know that the, the the Williams score. Is there a moment in particular, a musical moment um, that really strikes you? I said this earlier, but the very start of this movie. It's a cop out to go with the theme, but it's like that theme who John Williams composed for Steven Spielberg and Steven Spielberg thought it was a joke. Um, he played those two notes and Steven Spielberg was like, are you serious? And then John Williams said, no. And then Spielberg was like, oh, OK. And then like got into like he, he, he sat with it for about a week and was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> well, yeah. And then when you hear like then it, yeah. it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um 
I really love the moment where they're sailing. Like there's a moment, there's a shot where like you see all three of them on the boat and it's like sailing to try to get the shark and there's just this really soaring like the triumphant music they use, yeah. People don't like, I don't think people give this score the credit in the sense that it's just as like triumphant and whimsical as mm-hmm. any other John Williams score. The score when the shark is killed and it's kind of like this like sort of like lighter fare where where uh, Hooper and uh, Brody meet up again mm-hmm. uh, after everything happened. It could fit in any other Williams movie, literally yeah. any other. Have you seen that video? The um, John Williams is the man. Uh, it's this mm-hmm. acapella um, arrangement of all of these iconic John Williams themes, um, but it's like the the guy adds lyrics to all of the to all oh, of really? the songs. Yeah, and they all all the lyrics are um, Star Wars themed because it was coming out right before Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, uh, when he made this video. So all so even even like the Superman and Close Encounters and all these themes, he mm-hmm. adds a uh, Star Wars lyrics. So for Close Encounters, he does "You must use the Force," <laughs> and it just like and he keeps and it just like keeps building on top of one another. And for Jaws, he goes. Wookie. And then, uh, and then to get any farther, he goes, someone move this walking carpet, oh someone move. And then for the hordes, he goes, you don't know anything about women. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like the funniest oh thing. I have to share you. I have to send the link. Send to that. That, that is link, a yeah. major throwback, by the way. That video is at That's least certainly funny. over uh, 10 years old. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, this is a, lot, a fun last one. In Jaws Monopoly, which are the six playable tokens? The orca. Nice. Uh, the air tank. The air tank. Good one. Um, I'd probably go with... Um, it's close to the air tank, but I feel like you can make the uh, the barrel look like a separate the thing. Barrel. The barrel, yeah. Well, it should be like two barrels together. Yeah, yeah. Two, it, it might, oh, yeah, two or three strung together. Yeah. Um, is it a cop-out to have the shark as a piece? No. Okay. I would be upset if a Monopoly version of this game did not include Bruce as a piece. (laughs) What the heck? Yeah, definitely Bruce then. That's the last one. There's six. There's six? You get six tokens. I haven't played Monopoly in a long time. Um, (laughs) Dude, I don't know. (laughs) I would do... Here, I'll save you. I would do (laughs) the the raft, the deflated raft, after after Matt Kidner is killed. Okay. Um, that would be the other one, and then um, the teeth. You know the shot where where you look through the teeth when the boat is is uh, mm-hmm. sailing away. I would do like that model mm-hmm. of the teeth, which is also the cover of the vinyl, uh, the recent vinyl of the soundtrack. Oh, very cool. I think I would probably have um, the dock, the half dock that the floats. Half dock. The half the dock roast. The holiday, yeah, the holiday roast. roast. The holiday roast might be funny too. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> there's a. And actually, this is this is kind of dumb. If you can get it, pull it off a cracker. 
because Quint is always eating crackers. He is always eating crackers. <laughs> now I'm just going to do, let's just choose the beat up radio. <laughs> after Quint is just- but it's just like, it's such a random, like, I know. it's such a random thing for him to do. Because you could just say chalkboard or whatever. Like, you oh, just 100%. pick anything. I also feel like Brody needs to be a token. Like, there does need to be a Brody. I was token. actually thinking a badge. A badge could be a badge. him. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually a really good. That's a great idea. Um, that's the end of the bonus round. Taylor the Adams, thank you for being here. Thanks yeah. for being on the show. And cut. <laughs> Boom. Perfect. Ship it off. Put it in the can. So, listener, what movie would you pair with Jaws to make a double feature? What's your favorite moment in John Williams's impeccable score? And uh, when are we going to get in a few rounds of Jaws the board game? I call Brody. All right. I want to hear the answers to all of these questions and more in the My Favorite Movie Is Discord community. We are a group of passionate, positive movie lovers, and this Discord server is a place for us to come and talk and watch movies together. We did a Jaws watch party last week with Taylor as our guest of honor, and this upcoming Saturday, August 20th, we will be inviting our next guest on the show, Alex Cayetos, senior video editor at Bioware and co-host of Beyond the Screenplay, into our community to watch his movie of choice, Children of Men. Come watch Alfonso Cuaron's sci-fi masterpiece with me, Alex, and our entire community before our episode on the film drops next week. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes and follow Discord's simple instructions. Even if you've never used Discord before, even if you've never even heard of Discord before now, it's incredibly easy to join our server. It only takes you minutes to sign up. So what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the show notes and join us and watch and talk movies with us every day at the My Favorite Movie Is Discord community. We'll see you there. My Favorite Movie Is is a Larry Freed Presents production. The show is created by and is currently hosted and produced by me, Larry Freed, and this episode was edited by Fernando Queiroz. Our graphic designer is Monica Sarmiento. Our motion graphics designer is Elton Greenfield and our theme song, Now and Then, as well as all original music featured on this episode, was composed and performed by Mac or Duke. A special thanks to Taylor for being an incredible guest and for being so generous with his time. And another special thanks to our patrons. Charles, Keith, Mo, Tony, Sean, Taylor, yes, this Taylor, and Daniel. You guys are the reason that this show keeps on chugging even after an extended hiatus. So thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been your host, Larry Freed. Thank you so much for listening to My Favorite Movie Is. Is.